What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. I know this is so last two weeks ago or a month ago, but it came on my uh, one of my social media feeds and I watched it for 30 minutes and people's reaction to watching the video, but I'm talking about the Puddle of Mud cover of oh. <laughs> Nirvana. I went down a fucking road. I couldn't stop watching it it's today. It's so, so bad. <laughs> it's, yeah. It, <laughs> I'm going, oh, here's a guy doing commentary. You just see his face. He's watching it, you know, and he's going to talk about it. He goes, people keep saying me this. I guess I'm going to have to watch it. And yep. I'll talk about it while I'm watching it. And his facial expression. I, I was getting, I was pain, I was in pain. I was laughing so hard. It, it's so, <laughs> it's so bad. It's just so bad. Kevin, you've seen this? Yeah. Yeah. It's, can you, can, do we have audio up there? We, we can, can we, get can audio we, up can there, we have, yes. Can we just bring that? I just want to hear like a little bit of it. <laughs> watch him he's so and it sucks because i've seen those guys live granted it was in their prime there was like 15 18 years of a one-hit wonder in a way now they had like they had pain seeing it so it's obviously bad yeah look at yeah it (laughs) i don't even know his name we should know his name do you know his name i have no idea (laughs) if you folks haven't heard of this it's a puddle of mud Covering Nirvana's "About a Girl" acoustic style. I fucking. Folks, this is going to be the whole episode, just us laughing about this. Yes. Oh, God. All right, that's enough. I can't. I'm going to hurt myself. I'm going to throw up. That's what I was doing today. Dylan kept coming into the office. He goes, are you okay? I'm going, no, I'm not. Oh my god! It's so so terrible. When I first saw it, I hated it because I was like, "Fuck you!" I like the song. I like Unplug Nirvana. Blah blah blah. And now it's just funny as hell. He he does actually he, he does a good cover of that in the live. I've heard I've heard that was that's what I was gonna say. He, he kind of nails it. He can he can do it. He real. does a really good job because his voice is he's in that. He's it's similar. Kurt Cobain's yeah. register and yeah. it's that gravelly thing. He just but then, was having an off day or some but then, shit. But then, but then I learned that uh, they have a they have another album out. They come every two decades, I guess they'll come out with a. And I think this must have been to get people to pay attention to Puddle of Mud. Oh, they definitely they did it. Maybe he did that on purpose. Maybe I, he's like Miley Cyrus showing her vagina at everybody. I, like I think it was marketing I think, stunt. I think it was a vagina. Which it's <laughs> it was a definitely stunk. <laughs> oh. oh wow. <laughs> This is where I give you the Joe Rogan look like you fucking speak when spoken to. <laughs> anyway, I watched it and then and then oh here's another one that has a guy doing commentary on it for the first time watching it and he, you don't see the screen but he's just looking at it and you can hear it and he just stops and just looks at the camera and you can just he really is in shock. He goes, "What in the fuck am I looking at?" Yeah, it's 
It's so, so bad, and it's such a good song. It is. And they just fucking murdered it. But I again, I saw. Then I learned again. They have a new album coming out, and that had that, that's why they were doing it. It had to be. It had to be. It had to be because no one remembered. Well, I need to remember them. Barely puddle of mud for their one big. What was that one song they had? She hates me. Yeah, she. They had fucking hate and me. blurry. Those were two oh, huge sure, hits. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I but thought, I thought she, I would share. she hates me was is uh, still I still love that song. It's a and good song. I, I have actually um, sang that at karaoke before and fucking nailed Speaking it. Speaking of that, I haven't heard. Yeah, I haven't heard someone cover that like go like a live local music. That, that would be I've a great song. I've been trying to get the Swillers to do a whole set of just shitty bands and cover a bunch of shit bands because <laughs> I'll I'll suggest it. And That's I a get, good song though. I get clowned on. For, yeah, but they're not. It's like. It's like, uh, what would you guys uh, cover Photograph? Oh, by Def Leppard? Fuck no, man. Nickelback. <laughs> they're like, look, man, you shouldn't be invited. Like, Stop inviting Joe over here, Chris. And Chris right. like, whoa, man, fuck. I've been friends with him for 20 years. i got to put up with this shit. That's how I was freaking out when you told me I was out of town. I think I was in, I was traveling. And you said, oh, my God, you should be here down at uh, Jeremy's Juke. Yeah, at the Lego in the Because they're playing, they're playing uh, Possum Kingdom. They and played I went, Possum Kingdom, shit. and they even called out what Possum Kingdom was like. And it... And it it, I was like, fuck, <laughs> Gaines has got to be back in hot land of because yeah, I've been to that lake. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That oh, that puddle of mud thing. God, it's <laughs> it's funny that it made the rounds. It, it, it like transcended the COVID-19, anything else that was going on like it. They were in the Sirius XM studio. Did you see that? The, yes. The, the studio. They That's were, what makes it so much funnier. It's like they it's not like they, they're just like some garage band or something. This is a platinum selling band who's toward the earth. Yeah, several times, and they're that bad. Then I had to the, cleanse myself after I watched it enough times. That okay, I'm gonna have to watch the original Nirvana unplugged. Yeah, you know. And then of course you see uh, what's his name drumming, which is hilarious when he's got no. Oh, no, the dude from the Foo Fighters. Yeah, uh, the dude. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. I love the. I've had one drink. <coughs> yeah, you've had one anything. drink, and you're like, you forgot Dave Grohl's Thank fucking you. name. One martini. That that was a large honest. martini, though. It that was. was large Marge martini. Large. Tell them Large Marge send you. Anyway, so uh, there's another, the there's a whole bunch of those of people <clears throat> playing poorly, like professional musicians playing poorly. On like, purpose? No, no, no. Like just, they just fucked up. Uh, one of them is uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners. You know, fucking, yeah. you remember them. Uh, do, 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 what, not that, that's not, that's not it. That was Stevie Wonder. Okay. <laughs> Dexy's Midnight Runners. That's the, uh, come on Eileen, right? Yes. 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 Thank you. Yeah. And there is a version out there. I don't know if Kevin can find it. And it's like, it would be, come on, Eileen, live, terrible, or something like that. Bad, or bad. Because it's fucking atrocious. It's some other famous band that d covers the, their song? No, no, no. It's them playing their oh. song, their biggest fucking oh. hit. And they just murder it. It's so terrible. But then also, like, it was funny, because Chris uh, Lay and I, uh, and a couple other people were talking about it. And I, we were talking about the Puddle of Mud thing. Mm -hmm. uh, is that it? Stand by. We ain't got no audio. Does it go louder? There it is. It's it's gonna be so bad. Is this it? My hand, my palms are sweaty. It's fucking awesome. You can already tell it's going to be bad. Yeah, I think so. 
Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Now, is that worse than Puddle of Mud playing a, a Nirvana song poorly? This, these guys, their biggest oh hit that God. they play thousands of times. Oh. Yeah. I've had enough. Like, you're not even going like, to what, what, the, what, the yeah, yeah. You're not even gonna let him get, get to, to the, the hook. Whatever. Yeah, Sorry. that's no. all right now. Fine. Fuck it. The, the, the moment's over now. All right, I'll turn, it I'll turn it down. Sorry. I couldn't it, take it, it anymore. Was, that that was, was bad. Yeah, that was really I think they were really on, uh, you know. Cocaine? The yeah. weed. Yeah. The devil's lettuce. Oh, you th is that what it I, is, Grandpa? I, I think it was opiates, probably, is what it looked like to me. Well, probably. here's the thing. Um, the, Chris brought up a really strong point. He goes, you know, a bad sound check or a bad sound man would make something like that happen. Because with people, because you could tell that was in the 80s. That was probably right at the, the peak of it, and they were probably playing to a crowd of four or five thousand people that were screaming mm -hmm. that they're finally playing that one big hit, right? Mm -hmm. And you can't hear jack shit, I'm sure. So, like, you can't hear your own pitch, but I'm like, Chris, man, that's pretty fucking terrible. It is, it is bad. It's yeah. like a, a sound, a bad, shitty sound guy, even a shitty one could hear that on the board. Isn't there a way that they can, I mean, if they had something, they he, can hear their own. I think he had in-ear monitors, but that's the other thing, too, is, like, if you have in-ear monitors that just suck, that, that's what Chris was telling me. And, and Anthony, a few other guys, are like musicians, yeah. were telling me this, that a bad sound sound guy, mm -hmm. uh, or or there is... There is uh, there are instances out there, I guess I want to say it was a Zeppelin, I know, in the 70s pissed off some some guy at some venue like because they were talking. They, they toured, talked shit about that guy, so he fucked their whole fucking soundboard up, and they had a terrible, oh, terrible God. concert. And that guy ended up getting fired, like whatever arena sure. or fucking yeah. venue he worked at. But he, he made it. I mean, Robert Plant, Robert Plant needs to have monitors to where he can hear himself. He, yes. he he stretches his vocals that much that he needs to hear that. So, now this this song here this was huge. Yeah, it had to be number one. I'm sure it was. It was so oh, fuck. It couldn't you couldn't avoid it on the radio and MTV and what? It was such a weird blend of. The '80s was like really good about uh, having hit songs that were completely just out of whack. You're like, what the fuck? Like that that has banjos and strings in it. Yes, the video had people in like overalls and no shirts underneath right in england not in like fucking tennessee where you see that shit hey. no no offense <laughs> i'm sorry young kevin but it's true it was um i remember i mean when mtv first came out i will never forget it and then we, everybody would just glued their televisions now now we're watching music or watching videos and it's all we fucking did for yeah. a while you know do you so. remember the first song that was played on mtv stand by eh. come on I'll give you a hint. I'll tell you the wait, band. Wait, wait. Uh, um, video killed the radio star. Okay, by who? Um, no, it's not the who. It was the who, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. No. <laughs> the Buggles. Dolly Parton. N no. The Buggles. <laughs> the Buggles. I, I never would have gotten that. Dolly Parton. I was kidding. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you never know. Because I didn't know that... Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that that Whitney Houston song... I will always love you. Yeah, that song. I didn't know that was a Dorothy, Dorothy Dolly Parton. <laughs> and Joe's had zero alcohol today. I have had no alcohol today. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem. Dorothy Parton. 
No, Dolly Parton. It was yeah. I didn't know it was a Dolly Parton song until that song had been out for four or five years. I didn't years. know that or remember that until you reminded me just, just now. Just now. Yeah. yeah. I, you're you're correct about and that. And Whitney Houston fucking nails that song. That's one of the best songs she, of all time. She does a good job with about everything she did. Except she wasn't very good at being an addict. That's true. That was she failed miserably. <laughs> So, I mean, or succeeded. It depends on what your goal is. Terrible. I mean, if you're gonna go, <laughs> that's fucking. That's a bad joke. That's awful. What, did, did she? Was she uh, when she did the national anthem? Her famous, famous thing. The best national yeah. anthem of all. Was time. that? Was that? Was not? I mean, she. That was live. She did that. Is that yeah. correct? Yes, absolutely. It's fucking hard to do. Everything echoing around and everything like that. There World must be a, Series. Yeah, I think it was. Wasn't that? Kevin, look that one. I was surprised Kevin doesn't know it because it's a. It was a sporting event, right? I yeah, I can't remember. Was it World Series? Maybe it was a Super Bowl. I think it, it was. Might, I think it was World Series. You think so? I'm I'm 99 sure it was a World Series, and she, it wasn't uh, taped or whatever. She sang that. No, she thing, absolutely sang. Which that. is hard to do in well, an echoing fucking stadium. I mean, everything's bouncing around. You're you get discombobulated. Super Bowl. Oh, Super Bowl. All right. Want to listen to this again? Gonna... Uh, we don't have to listen. I mean, we can. We, we, Everybody we'll... sing along. <laughs> God, I'm just kidding. It's so welcome to the music episode. So, you, so here's so we're gonna listen to a little bit of a good a, a good version, but we should definitely listen to a bad version of the national anthem. No. Carl Lewis. Who? Who was it? Lewis. Who? Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis sang the national anthem. Carl the runner. Yikes! Uh, no, I was thinking of one at. Uh... America, especially the brave men and women. Oh, Jesus Christ! Sorry about that. Sorry about your ears. Oh, Paul just, Paul just got hard. It's funny that you love the F-16 so much. It's just, it's just. Under the direction of Maestro Yaha Ling and sung by Grammy Award winner Whitney Houston. Whitney fucking Houston. How, how, XXV, what was that, 25? How long? 25. No. What, what year would Super Bowl 25 be? Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> 1991. Wow. I mean, <clears throat> people... I I fucking... Like I rem- I don't remember watching this, but I remember immediately I remember after it. I remember my mom talking about it. Yeah, and and everybody talking about it, like holy shit. Like my grandpa was like, huh. it's like the only time I've ever cried at the national anthem. I'm like, what? It's it's. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh, it's nice. No, it's, no, it's no, wonderful. She did an amazing job, yeah. and nobody's ever come. And she didn't, she didn't fuck with it with excessive vibrato and yeah, and and stupid uh, as twisty uh, things. Dave. Um, uh, Dave Diaz, you know Dave. Yes. Yeah. Right. So Dave Diaz commented on that. You know, dude. Dude's a musician and he can sing sure. and has been in music his entire life. And when sh- uh, when when uh, Christina Aguilera sang at the the national anthem of the Super Bowl a handful of years ago, right? He called them self indulgent runs when they go <laughs> like I do right, all that shit. Right. She did a bunch of that. I don't have a problem with that because she's an artist. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. It does get to be a little bit annoying. Which, oh God, you, I, Carl Lewis did sing the national anthem in a red suit. Is it pretty bad? Oh God, damn it! When Carl was this? Fast man, Carl Lewis. Fast man, Carl Lewis. 
that is who is that guy? He's a dick. Carl Lewis. This is already bad. Oh my god. Oh my god. Holy! This is so so awful. <laughs> Guy on the airs can't stand himself. He went right to the rockets, didn't he? He yeah. He, he skipped OSA, over can the you whole. See, and the rockets. He skipped over the glitter. middle part of the song. The entire meat of the. There's got to be other. There's there's one that was just recent, like in the past year or two, that was at an NBA game, and I can't remember who it was. I did see. Jack Black, which uh, for some strange reason, people seem to forget that Tenacious D is a fucking thing. <clears throat> but Jack Black lit up the internet of, a couple years ago when he sang the national anthem and sang. Did it really well? Well, yeah. The man has pipes of gold. Like, sure. like and he, he has an impressive range. He has a, the, his range is the male version of like Mariah Carey. He has, I think, five octaves or six octaves. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Fergie fucked it up. So I was, uh, I was. Um, maybe it was Fergie. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking. Was Fer I'm like, fucking Fergie can't sing for shit anyway. But like, and why are we still, why are we still giving the the the, the black eyed peas money? Like any of them, because they're all kind of shitty. The black eyed peas. Oh, yeah. the black eyed peas. Yeah, not I'm the black keys. Say the black keys. I almost me. said the black keys. Yes. Not a fucking <laughs> somebody. Many people in this town would just beat the shit out of me if I said something bad about the black, black keys. keys. I. And I love them. No, the Black Eyed Peas. Yes. I mm. yeah, that was not. I was not never in. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna even get into this at all. And when they, when they, when <laughs> they, when they, uh, when they, everybody piled on them. You know, 15 years ago or whatever for the fucking let's get retarded. <laughs> oh god. And some of this, like, do you remember that song? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So like, they're one of the things that uh, they. Uh, who's the guy? Looks like well, Wyclef. He fucking he looks just like Wyclef, and I can't think of his fucking name. He's in the uh, you, black keys. I'm not gonna know his name. He's the guy that designed that horrible looking fucking car. Do you do you know do you know what I'm talking about, Kevin? Uh, fucking anyway. So he said he's like, well, no, no, no. This is a it's a musical term. It's not retarded. It means retard. It means to slow down in music. And I'm like, yeah, because that's what you said. Let's get retarded. Uh huh. No, that's fucking. <laughs> that's what we want to do. It's a dance song, and you're telling people to slow down. Slow down. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Okay, don't try and walk that shit back. Will I am. Yeah, Will I am. He looks just like Wyclef. Freaks me out. Yeah, they're like they're like if the Wu Tang Clan was shitty <laughs> and had a female singer. <laughs> That's really fucking awful. Yeah, and I really I I didn't uh, cotton to his fucking uh, Afro mohawk because he stole that shit from from Sly Stone. And then they had the ridiculous thing with Roseanne Barr doing her. To horrible thing in a oh, baseball game. Oh God, I forgot about grabbing that. Grabbing her crotch and spitting. Oh man, so many of those yeah. Patriots were so upset. Yes. That's the car that that Will I Am designed. It's one of the ugliest pieces of shit I've ever seen in my entire life. What's it based on? I mean, what's the? I have no idea. Chassis. I don't really care. I don't want to look at it anymore. But it does have gold wing doors. It looks like if John Delorean made a car now. It just it's fucking from you know, the grave. Yes, from the grave. Yeah. Anyway, 
There's yeah. supposed to be someone says are resurrecting DeLorean though. There's some new no DeLorean motor cars exist. Yeah, but I mean, there's, there's got, a new there's ver a, new model of it or something. Yeah, you want me to explain it to you? You're gonna go ahead. I'm gonna talk over top of me again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, the guy. This guy in Texas bought not only uh, new old stock enough to make like I think like two thousand of them. Mm -hmm. The shit that's you know well you know, new old stock is, mm -hmm. uh, and he's got a warehouse. Yeah, there it is. And you can, you have, there's several okay, different That's not what upgrades. I thought. Okay, I, I believe no, this is happening. They're they're churning out, but he's got all the dyes and everything. He bought DeLorean. He's making actual car. DeLoreans. Yes, he's making is actual. Is he changing the engines at all to yes, make them any better? Yes, DeLorean production. Up, up, they have upgrade, different levels and upgrades you can get. I think they start at like 30,000 or 35,000, and that's with like a better uh, tuned engine. And it just kind of goes up from there. I bet he got all the stuff for free because it was like, get this shit out of this factory. Which Ireland, the folks this, in Ireland are just like, get the fuck get out. Get it out of here. We'll, we'll pay you to come get it. Yeah. yeah that's probably why they're $35,000 because otherwise he couldn't. But I, I thought there was a new, new I don't mean this DeLorean. Oh, was, yeah, I thought yeah. so there were, someone was re, you know. Now, I don't rebooting know. Rebooting the DeLorean. He's in Humble, Texas. Oh, I think that's the main place is Humble, Texas. I've been, I, I've I've been there. Nah, of course you I've have. I've landed it's there. Texas. You landed in Humble, Texas. It was after I. That's I, a country song, if I ever heard one. I, I'm pretty sure I did. I believe it's south of. Uh, well, I, I know it's south of where Jewel is because we flew right over. I told you this. We flew over Jewel's house. <laughs> You're such a stalker. And then, <laughs> and then it wasn't then Jewel's house, by the way. That's, that's, that's true. Fucking it was Ty, Ty Murray's Murray house his, that, that she lived at. She's such a tramp, living, moving in <laughs> with him. <laughs> How dare she not be right here, right now, riding on your face? I know it's horrible. She got her teeth straightened out, didn't she? Somewhere. No, she didn't. Oh, she didn't at I all? I don't think so. Okay. Nope. That's a good thing. She, you're so ridiculous. I will go see her Dreams again. Last like, I could just see you just... <laughs> just... I. Oh, God. If Jewel walked in here, I would get excited because I love her music. And I sure. actually... I was a, one of those uh, soft kids in fine arts and whatnot. So I had her book of poetry like, when I was oh, like, yeah, 16. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, I'd be like, oh, my God, Jewel. I, da, da. You would just walk up and start humping her like a fucking dog. No, I wouldn't. But here's a story. No. Speaking like, hey, of, would you like of, to see my plane and my penis? Speaking of Switzerland, Lamborghini factory, whatnot, like a day later. No, I was in this this ho motel, Swiss motel in the Alps somewhere. And no one was Swiss else chalet. <laughs> yeah, and it was middle of the night. I couldn't get to sleep. So I'm flipping around. They have a TV with eight channels on or something. And there is Jewel, I think, talking to Oprah Winfrey in an interview, reading her book of poetry and i was in the swiss alps watching this go on while this was, was happening i remember this distinctly now it's crazy when you brought up her poetry book so strange it is weird it's kind of a it's, weird thing it, like you're at, well and then you saw her at the, the park or whatever I did twice yeah and i couldn't think <sighs> of her the favorite song that i wanted it was bullshit because it's she funny because you couldn't it. <laughs> like, yeah. drunk dating a nurse that's probably knocked the sense out of me yeah it, like, because i was hanging around a nurse that sucked every Everything out of me. Yeah. You know, well, I, I couldn't think of the... I, I, I've been down that road before. Yeah. Gone down on that road, so to speak. Okay. Definitely. Um, talking about Christina Aguilera, though. Let's go back to that for a second. I, cause she, <laughs> You're bouncing all I over am. the place. She... Like a I, Quentin I, Tarantino movie. She, uh, yeah, she uh, uh, writes a lot of her own stuff. Yeah. Produces it and sings it and all that. I thought she's... So I think she's a good talent, but I think... I think Diaz is right though. Like she is a little self indulgent. You were saying with her, yeah, that, up, well, up and down the scales. And, but that's but, also her style too. Right. But I understand what like I understand what he's saying because you, you, 
she took something that would normally be a three minute you know deal and it was like four and a half minutes so it was like 90 seconds of bullshit but when i learned about her what she would do and her talents and what she was involved with other art wise and stuff i thought you know i thought it'd be really cool if she went on tour but just played like small lounges with next to a piano or something like that and just sang i don't know how many pieces of music or whatever i would pay a lot of money just to sit there and like and have a martini and watch Christina Aguilera in a nice form-fitting dress singing her pieces of music next to a piano. You have such strange fantasies. I've thought of this. But they're, yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah, a few times. She's got a fantastic little... voice. She does. When she's she a little weird. Does. She's gotten weird off and on, but I, that, would, that would be a thing that I would go see. Yeah, like X-Tina. Right. Remember that when she was like triple X-Tina when she was all like... No. No, that was like maybe 2001, 2002 when she was like practically fucking naked in all of her videos. Oh, Wearing okay. BDSM gear and shit. Yeah, it was right. great. Yeah. It was great. She's like four foot two, right? She's Some, yeah, she's short. Yeah. She's tiny. She's a homunculus? She, yeah, she's not a homunculus. God damn it. That's, <laughs> stop putting that tag on everybody. Oh, look at that. So a bunch of porn hits came up. Uh, maybe it's just X-Tina. Oh, yeah. Oh, look oh, at Wait a minute. Oh, we have, we have porno now on the... Uh, you know, Thanks it's... for the gaping butthole. <laughs> <laughs> it's distracting. This is she, uh, this is her. This was her. Yeah, yeah. It was her, her look look for a while. She calls it her hoey phase, which that's cool, right? And then she became a mom. Well, that's cool. Whatever. She's on the fucking Mickey Mouse Club or whatever, don't, right? Don't search for Triple X Tina. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm going. No, to, she was on there the same time that Britney was. Britney Spears, I believe. Yeah, it was her. Were. Britney Spears, uh, Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake, and yeah. um, one other dude. It was a dude, Ryan Gosling. That's right. Yeah, because right, Ryan yeah. Gosling is uh, from Canada, mm-hmm. and he something to do with his parents having to leave or something like that. And Justin, I think it was Justin Timberlake's mom, adopted him, mm-hmm. like legally adopted him, hmm. so that he could stay on the show and stay in the states because his parents had to leave leave the states for some reason. They were busted with the in the import export business. I have no idea. Sure. I, I just yeah. made that up. I don't know if that's true or not. Shit's funny though. It is very funny. Very intertwined. It is. I feel like they have their own weird teenage sex parties or some shit. There's Probably. no question they. Yeah, I mean yeah. JT's from Florida, and we all know he's fucking funny. He he is a he is a natural fucking talent. He is a yep. he's everything. His song and dance actor. Yep. Like he's probably I would, he's probably a good like woodworker. He's probably like a talented fucking machinist or some shit. He's probably like uh, what's the the big Grammy award winning male actor from Wales who has his own. Uh, he's a cobbler. Yeah, I know you know who this is. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Literally none of those things were true. You said Grammys. That's for singing. And he's not from Wales. He's from Ireland. And he... Ha- yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oscar winning. Wait a minute. I thought he was from Wales. <laughs> God damn it. Are you no, sure? He's dead. Kevin. Kevin, can you look at Daniel Day-Lewis? He's not from fucking Wales. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. And I know it's not Grammys. I fucked that one up. Because That's I'm talking so about funny. Music. Who I was got... that Grammy Award winning actor from <laughs> Wales? And I was like, wrong, wrong, wrong. I knew, I knew and, where. And, get the hook. Gong. Yeah. If it's a gong <laughs> shot, it have been gong. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Anyway, he is a cobbler. Oh, he was born in Kensington. Uh, but he, li- I think he lives in, um, in Ireland now, if I remember correctly. All right. But he has a, he's, a, he's a cobbler. Right. Yes, he has a little shoe shoe store or whatever shoe repair business. Yeah, so fucking funny. And he's a motherfucking talent. I think he's he's the highest uh, Academy Award winning actor there. The is. winningest. The winningest. I'm, I'm pretty he, sure about that. 
Because I thought Jack would be, and he's not. Jack Nicholson? Yeah. No. Yeah. Jack Nicholas. I almost said Jack Nicholas. I'm like, no, it's amazing how Jack Nicholas hasn't won any fucking Grammys or Academy Awards. Right. Uh, yeah, he. I think he has four. Daniel Day Lewis. It might be five. All right. Let's. I, I think that's what. My left foot. Uh, I don't think he got one for last in Mohicans. I, I fucking think he did. Have. Do I you think, think he, so? I think he did. I know he's got my left foot. There will be blood. There will be blood. I think last time Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln. He, yes, he nailed. He Lincoln. nailed that one. Nailed. He nailed that. Yeah. That's. Four. Oh, and he uh 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 Bill the Butcher, from uh, Bill Cutting from um, Gangs of New York. Oh, which shit. is one of my favorite fucking movies of all time. So is that Kevin? Is there five? Is he uh, won it uh, five times? Kevin's scrolling, 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 scrolling. Silence. Yeah, too much. <clears throat> he was in a bunch of movies. I didn't, he was in Gandhi and The Bounty, Room of the View, Unbearable Lightness of Being. This guy's always kind of been in something good. Yes, the awards are. So, okay, so he won one for Academy Award for My Left Foot, which I already knew. It's a best actor, knew. obviously. Yeah, Academy Award for best actor. Okay. Uh, he was nominated for In the Name of the Father, but didn't win. Okay. Uh, There's one so far. Yeah, we've only got one so far. He was nominated for... Oh, he was only nominated for uh, Bill the Butcher. Shit. They didn't win. Who fucking... I wonder who won the best actor in 2002 that was better than that. Who fucking beat... There will be blood. Okay, so that's two. two. And Lincoln, that's three. Mm. He was nominated for... Phantom Thread, which uh, I never did see that. Yeah, he's only got three. A lot of BAFTAs. I thought for sure he had more than that. I thought it was four, maybe five. So we want, we want to know who the. But I think Jack is. Nicholson doesn't have one. I don't think I for some reason no. I think Jack. I, no, I just he I got have, it for the Joker. He had. To. I don't. I don't think he did. I uh, for, in my uh, I, in my mind Jack Nicholson did not win an Academy Award. All right. Well, you have to. Now we're going down this. We do this with these uh, actors and awards and movies and stuff. Well, now, it. well, Kevin's looking up the who has the most. The most for best with two actor. or more. And when you guys are thinking about that, yeah. making tea. Anyway, we'll, we'll let these guys look this up. It's <laughs> Catherine Hepburn, honestly. Well, we know she's got the uh, female has. Well, she has just, the most. She has the most, not female. which is how many. Yeah, she's been nominated 12 times, and she has four. Holy crap. I really thought that Lewis had only got two. I, I was absolutely convinced he had more than that, but that's wrong. Named Brando, the male. Brand, how many does he have? For best actor. That's the key, though. Not just Academy Awards. Best actor, like the top, the top-notch. Jack Nicholson has two, one for As Good As It Gets and one for uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, okay. Which are, both are well-deserved as sure. far as I'm concerned. So that that's amazing, though, that that yeah, that, uh, the, that the the top Academy male oh. award winners is two. Right. Only. No, three. Wait, who's three? Okay, well, see, this is different, though. This is uh, that list. If you look at it, it's Best Supporting Actor and Best Actor. Right? Are are we looking for just best actor? That's what I was looking that, for. That's what I thought. Okay, so what a few good men. Jack, Jack Nicholson only he has three total. 
right? And best supporting was a few and best support. Daniel. Yeah, whereas yeah, Daniel Day Lewis has three total, but all three of them are best actor. That's what the the left column is: best actor or actress. Wait, Daniel Day Lewis has three. He has three. Wait, what were they again? They were uh, there will be blood. My left foot. My left foot. There will be blood and Lincoln. Lincoln. That's yeah. right. Okay. So is he the top winning male? I think so. Yeah. I I think that is correct because I, I, I think Jack only has two best actor. Yeah. Which is hard to believe. You would think that of that caliber with Jack Nicholson. Well, he also like. Yeah, there you go. But he's been shafted so many fucking times. Let's see. Daniel Day Lewis has received the most awards in this category with three wins. So he's the one All with right. the most most wins. <clears throat> and then Meryl Streep, who also has three. It's like any time kind of that he's in a movie, though, it's like, well, we're going to go see that movie because yeah. You know, yeah. that's the way. Except it's Lincoln, be. which bored me to fuck. Oh, years. fuck you. <laughs> That's no, a great movie. every time I've gone back and rewatched, I've been like, "All right, Gaines is right. This is a good movie, but God damn it, it's boring." It's, it's not boring. It's, to me. I, I don't find it entertaining, but I, I like how the accuracy. Yeah, they don't of have it, any it's, car it's chases with Trans Ams or anything that, that blow up. Hey, a, fuck you, buddy! <laughs> I'm just telling you that movie would probably be better if, if Lincoln was driving a train. No, driving if Michael a tram. Bay would have directed that. There would have been some fucking explosions in Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> This random <laughs> boom. I would love to see that. It's like out of nowhere. It's like, we have terrorists in the White House. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <it's> like the, <laughs> the headshot would have been much better. Oh, God. The headshot. Yeah, you would have seen Pink Mist and everything. <laughs> yeah, if, if Tarantino directed that movie, it would have been a, a lot. Good idea. It would have been a lot more That is bloody. a fucking dynamite idea. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's Lincoln. I would, <laughs> I would absolutely watch that. What's the update on his? Remember, he said he was going to do one more movie, right? Yeah, but, I haven't heard anything. So, what's the story with that? I don't know. Tarantino. I don't know. He he, he he proclaimed, "I'm going to do one more movie, and I'm done." And then he's done. I bet he, I bet he does another. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, he said it's going to be epilogue, whatever that means. The director said at a Moscow press conference. He said that a year ago. I mean, maybe he's thinking about it. Meh. I could, it maybe he's going to like Pulp Fiction 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Pulp Fiction 2. Where are they now, Pulp Fiction? I would, I would, I would absolutely watch that. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be epilogue. So what, what is it going to be, I wonder? I, I wonder if he's going to just take all the different... Because all of his films are, tie, are tied They're in. all tied together in the, what they call the Tarantino-verse. Yeah. They're kind of... Not as intertwined as like Kevin Smith's movies, but... Right. But up there. Because it's hard to tie them in if you're... They have certain ca- a character, uh, someone's name, like mm-hmm. in... Uh, in um, Well, in all of them. They, 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 there's a common thread, like you said, but you got to really dig deep to find yeah. it. It's not like it's yeah, like, oh, it, that dude. And then, yeah, it's like, oh, that guy's this guy and whatnot. Like the His grandson is... Well, originally, and I remember this. I think I might have talked about this. I know you and I have talked about this, but I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast. But... Um, I used to have the two disc, like special edition DVD, like standard uh, st- standard DVDs. The first DVD I bought was the like director's cut mm-hmm. of Pulp Fiction, but it wasn't. It didn't have. I was pissed because it wasn't a director's cut. It was just all the deleted scenes on one oh, disc, and okay. then the regular, you know, theatrical cut. Because Tarantino makes his own fucking movies, and he's like, I every movie when you see it, that is my director's cut. Okay, but there's deleted scenes and things, and one of them was a scene that. Do you remember? There's two things in there. One of them is this deleted scene where uh, it's right before they go to uh, Jackrabbit Slim's, right? To mm-hmm. go and do the dance off thing. 
right before that, before they leave Mia Wallace's house, they talk. They have this discussion about you're either an Elvis man or you're a Beatles man. Oh, I remember hearing about this. And yeah, then, yeah. like, there's a callback to that in the scene when they're in the when he's in the car and they're like, all right, all right, where are we going tonight? We're going to Jack Rabbit Slim's, honey. And uh, you know, an Elvis man should love the place. Which, when she says that, it's like, why did she say that to him? But if that see, that like four or five minute scene in there where she talks right. about like, you can't it. like Elvis and the Beatles equally. You have to like one more than the other. Yeah. And that is always just kind of stuck in my fucking head. So the other thing that they, they're like part of the special features was how Quentin Tarantino was talking about his quote, next movie after Pulp Fiction was gotcha. going to be um, uh, Vincent Vega and uh, Vic Vega, the Vega brothers, which mm-hmm. Vic Vega is Michael Madsen's character in Reservoir Dogs, and the, right? Yes, yeah. the ear cutting guy. Yeah, that's the everybody knows what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> cutting the ear cutting, the ear cutting, gasoline dumping on the well, cop kind of guy. I don't know why I'm here tonight. Yeah, right. Like the reason why everybody. Uh, so, uh, K, K. Billy Super Sounds of the seventies. It's uh, <laughs> Stephen Wright is the DJ. Oh, that's, that's right. He. But anyway, that. so Vic, that's Vic Vega, Vincent Vega's, you know, John Travolta's character, mm-hmm. and the idea is he's talking about this idea. He goes, their dad is a uh, was this I, I have this idea for these um, Nazi hunters that are all Jewish and da 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 and they were in World War II and they were uh, special forces kind of guys before special forces were a thing, blah, 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 blah. And I've got this great idea. It's going to be a World War II movie where they there's a plot to kill Hitler. And he talks about Inglorious Bastards like 15 years before it came out, tw- wow. tw- almost 20 years before it came out, hmm. right? Like 1995 or something. So that shit, I'm like, I've been waiting for that movie since I saw that on DVD, like, I don't know, 2000, maybe 2001. I thought it was kind of based on a true story in a way, though, right? I mean, they, the, there the were... The, fucking pissed it, off people that went over there and... Yeah, I mean, there were there were recruits that did that, and they used a lot of, uh, not propaganda, but as like a recruiting tool. Like, this is yeah. what he's doing. He's rounding these people up. Okay. So you should fight for us and fight him. Right. But, like, that specialized unit thing, I don't know if that was true or not. But I just know that, that I always thought that was one of the coolest fucking things. That's such a, co- a good idea that is like a multi-generational thing. Yeah. And then they just never talked about it. I, I like it that so it was that long ago, and then it, then it finally came to be. He finally made oh, it. Well, only... he, he's in for the big, long plan. Oh, yeah. Let's just say that his movie world is spans. The, the long con. I'll think so about this, yeah, for a while. We'll, we'll do this movie later when I feel like it kind of thing. So yeah. Hey, let's take a break. Let's do it. All right, we'll be right back. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Turn the music up in the headphones. Tim, you can go and brush your shoulder off, nigga. I got you. Uh, yeah. If you feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too, go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget that boy told you, kid. I'll probably go with the y'all, probably be locked by the force Trying to hustle some things, that go with the Porsche Feeling no remorse, feeling like my hand was forced Middle finger to the Lord, nigga, gripping my balls Said the ladies, they love me, from the bleachers, they screaming All the ballers is bouncing, they like the way I be leaning All the rappers be hating, hope the trap that I'm making But all the hustlers, they love it, just to see one of us making Came from the bottom of the bottom, to the top of the pops Nigga, London, Japan, and I'm straight up the block like a running back, get it, man, I'm straight off the block I can run it back, nigga, cause I'm straight with the rock Come If on. you feeling like a pimp, nigga, gone, brush your shoulders off Ladies is pimps too, gone, brush your shoulders off Niggas is crazy, baby, don't forget that boy told you, kid That, turn up your shoulder, you got a kid 
position in the kitchen with soda. I just whipped up a watch, trying to get me a rover. Trying to stretch out the coca like a wrestler. Yes, sir. Keep the heck of the close. You know them smokers are Tesha, but like 52 cards went out. I'm through dealing now. 52 bars come out. Now you feel them now. 52 cards roll out. Remove ceiling in case 52 bras come out. Now you chilling with a boss, bitch. Cards FC on the sleeve. Like the 4040 Club ESPN on the screen. I play the grip for the jeans. Plus the slippers is clean. No chrome on the wheels. I'm a grown up for real. Jeans. You feeling like a pimp, nigga? Gone, brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too. Gone, brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget that boy told you, kid. That turn up your shoulder. You got a kid. We are back, and that was easy. Usually breaks are easy, unless Listen. Paul's yelling at me. <laughs> I wasn't yelling. I was making a new drink. I have a new drink, Joe. Yeah, I see that. It's like a... It's not really... People have done this before. It's like a white Romanian. Yeah, not yeah. quite Russian. Yeah, there's no there's no Kahlua in it. it you just... So it's, it's coffee, vodka, and a half and half. <laughs> You're like the dude. Half the people are going, ooh. People are going, hey, that sounds pretty good. So I, I just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I wasn't trying to like vilify or demonize you or anything. I just don't think that you don't want dairy to. belongs in alcohol because it's weird. It just, I get it. It's like curdles and ugh. you know where you know where part of that could come from. No, I had an ex girlfriend. Uh, in fact, I have a handful of listeners out there that are going to know exactly who I'm talking about. Who mm. used to drink the pre-made White Russians? Oh, and mudslides, and she threw them threw up. That, I would that never one time. buy pre-made. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was Kahlua brand, so like it was sure. it was good. It was Kahlua brand with uh, Belvedere vodka. They were expensive. Right. They're like four packs were like nine bucks or something, ten bucks. But like, yeah, she threw them up one time and then uh, it was no, bad. No, you can't, can't get around. They can't get past it. Yeah. yeah, I had to put her in the shower, like with clothes yeah. on, her clothes on. Like, yeah. It was, fu- it was a bad, it was a bad situation. So I just learned... Um, Joe, one of my customers, who's a friend of mine, friend of the family, he lives back east. Yes. And uh, he's a glider pilot, and he was an engineer for Boeing for a while. In fact, he designed the fin on the 757 and 767. The fin. The vertical fin. The rudder. The fin. The rudder. <laughs> that, 
<laughs> he's that he's that guy. He's, he's a that fin, guy. He's a thin guy. So when yeah. they fall the fuck off, are we gonna? Right. He was a thin guy. Right. He didn't do jets. He didn't do this. He's a thin guy. He didn't fucking do control services. He was a thin guy. Well, anyway, he did that and then uh, worked at uh, Lockheed uh, and worked on the uh, F twenty two project, which is pretty badass. He was the uh, head of stability and control. That was his task is the f-22 the one you don't like or the no, one, one you i do, do like, like the one you do like yeah. you don't like the f-35 yeah that can go pound a bag of wow yeah you well it's, it is kind of it's it's ugly well it's yeah. it, you don't like the uh, f-117 either especially considered no. it shouldn't be f right exactly because it's a more of a b small b bomber a small b bomber so anyway anyway um, so, uh, so so mr i'll just call his name out and tell him he can listen to this podcast mr jim hogue jim was Bogue. here a friend of mine and uh we go out to uh, eat. You know, he invited me to come to his house. This is back east years ago, and uh, and and so because he's a head of stability and control, you work closely with the test pilots. Yeah, because they're flying the damn thing, and so a guy named Paul Metz, who was the chief test pilot of the F twenty two, he invited me to come to his house. When you know, Jim Hogue said, "Hey, you ought to come bring a date," uh, and uh, Paul Metz will be here. who's the chief test pilot of the whole program. I went really. Yeah, who else is going to be there? Goes, yeah, just me, my wife, and Paul and his wife, and you and whoever you bring. And I went, okay. I didn't know why he was doing this, but I, he did. It it's was cool. It was awesome. Anyway, yeah. so so I had dinner with them and went to movies like a weekend later. We saw, I think I told you, we saw a, uh, it was a series, uh, X Files. X Files. X Files movie. Movie. It's so strange. And then you totally dated that fucking visit, too, which is, yeah. That would have been 1998. Right. So anyway, he uh, he texted me this morning and said, "Oh, I'm hitching. I'm going out west to fly my glider. Coming out, and you're part of the. Well, I know it's going to be in Arizona, but you know, Utah, Colorado, that kind of thing." And he goes, "I'm uh, just listening to whole. You know, I'm binging podcasts right now." Oh God. And then I went, "Okay, cool." And then he sent a picture like a minute later on his. On his flat screen, did I see the picture Mm-mm. where it says, you know, cartoon casual? It's on his screen in his car. Oh, you know, no. <laughs> yes. I, I went, feel so bad went, for Mr. Hogue. I apologize. Oh, Jesus. All of us here at Cartoon Casual are uh, so sorry. Yes. And I said, what have I seen in those early years? Which is not a couple of years ago now. I'm thinking, if we did, we really we said some, we said a lot of dumb shit over the years. A right. lot of dumb shit. Right. So I said, please, I, I, you know, I know I've known him and he thinks used to think highly of me <laughs> <laughs> now not so much he's, and he i said is, don't please understand that we say things for the point of being absurd he would rather have uh, he would rather trash a glider uh, that is busted than have you fix it again because probably not yeah probably he's so. like just 100 yeah. percent anti-gains at this point but he goes oh he, he did make a point he goes i can't wait to listen to the jeffrey epstein uh, episode you guys have <laughs> he goes i noticed you talk about that and i went oh that'll be awesome god did we Yes, we did. We you, yes, we did. Yeah, because that's right. I did a bunch of research. Jesus, I'm starting to get like you, where I just forget. I forget. It's like as soon as we're we done, blab too much. Yeah, we, we just, definitely we blab, blab way too much. Like, hey, and we shout out to Jim Hogue. Shout out to Mr. Jim F22 part of the civilian control design. Team. Don't forget, that he was a Finn guy and a Finn guy. He did the seven six seven or I don't even know what the seven six seven looks like. Is that the one that has the three engines? Nope. What's that one? It's a uh, it's a just a two engine. It's a uh, under the wings, one engine under each, each wing. And this is a wide body. Uh, the seven six seven is the seven five seven is not, but they're the same cockpit layout. In other words, if you oh, if okay. you knew how to fly the seven five seven, Boeing made it so you can fly the seven six seven very very easily. They're about the same airplane. Gotcha. Okay. Flying wise. Oh look at that. It's a seven six seven. Head Googler. Pretty pretty sure those were the chosen aircraft to go into the uh, World Trade Center. Pretty sure about that. Oh, just right. <laughs> Sorry. 
As an aviation enthusiast, <laughs> I like to bring that up at all times. I think they were, in fact, I like to know all the, I believe it was a seven, it was an American 757 that went into the Pentagon, I think. Yeah, there we go. There they are going into the World Trade God. Center. Yeah. Yeah, you can see the fin that he designed right there, right <laughs> as it's flying into the fucking World Trade Center. Yeah, that, that's one of them right there. There were not Sorry, Jim. No, yeah. they weren't. They weren't? What were they? Oh, it says, well, what were they? Were they eighth? They were. They weren't Airbuses. I think were they seven five sevens. What were they? I, I, I think I Kevin found a conspiracy oh, page. No. That was what he yeah. found. It's what it is. Oh great! By accident, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were seven six seven seven five sevens. Now we got to learn this. We got to figure we, this. We out. We have to figure this out. Got airplanes like... went into the World Trade Center. If they really did. <laughs> Uh, I saw one of the best <laughs> one of the best videos I ever saw it was it was actually this guy is a he's a metallurgist by trade but as a mm-hmm. hobby he does uh, iron and steel work like he mm-hmm. just he has like a machinist or whatnot and he uh, was like I'm just going to show you guys what happens yes jet fuel burns at this you know, degree to that jet mm-hmm. fuel cannot melt steel beams it can't Mm-hmm. But it can heat them up to where they're weak, and I'm going to show you that. Mm-hmm. And he heated something. He heated this chunk of steel up that was like a. It was. It, it, it was just like f- fucking tube steel. It mm-hmm. was, but it was big. It was like half inch wall. The wall thickness. Yeah. yeah, you know. And he heated it up, and he said, "Now he checked it with a temperature gun. And he goes, this is a thousand degrees cooler than jet fuel burns at.' And he just grabs his gloved hand at the top and bends it with his hand because mm-hmm. it's on a vice, and yeah. just bends it to a ninety degree angle. He goes. Now stop being stupid. And that's it. It's like a 45-second video, and I'm like, all right, I'm convinced. The other thing is there was it was kind of a, there was some wind that day, too, and the wind was howling through. The, it was like a big bellows. You know, it, it makes things hotter if you get more oxygen in yeah. there and that kind of stuff, too. But any, anyway, we're not going to go down the, the road of all that nonsense. But anyhow. Um, I, I need ahead. to know what, uh, you, what, you what kind of, what what kind kind of planes, planes they are. are. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a 757 went into the Pentagon. That was American Airlines 757 in the Pentagon. And then I, I am almost certain they were seven sixes that went into the uh, flight seventy seven was a seven fifty seven. Which one was that? Oh, it was the Pentagon? Yeah, yeah. that uh, American, American t- Airlines. T- yeah. How do you know so much about this, Paul? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, okay, they took took control of four commercial airliners: two Boeing seven fifty sevens and two Boeing seven six sevens. Oh, they were Boeing. Yeah. yeah. When I went in the when the um, American Airlines Flight Eleven Boeing seven six seven that's the one that uh, flew into the North Tower eight forty six a.m. Flight United Airlines Flight one seventy five is a Boeing seven six seven that's the one that hit the that was the second one to hit the tower. Mm-hmm. Flight seventy seven was the one that uh, crashed Pentagon. into the Pentagon and that was a seven fifty seven, and then in the seven fifty other seven fifty seven was the one in Shanksville Pennsylvania. So um, I was on the phone with a friend of mine, Bill, who I used to work with when this was going on. When I went, you know, I closed the, because he called me up. Oh, we've talked about this before. And then so I, I ended up closing my shop and went home just to watch what was going on. And then I, I called him up and I, I said, how, how, what temperature does steel melt? And he knew off the top of his head. Of course he did. And I said, how about, you know, fuel or kerosene or fuel? And it was, it was in the, in the range. And, and yeah. I, I said, it could, could get ductile at that point. He goes, oh, absolutely. So we're watching all this. And I know the second one will hit lower than the first one. And I'm watching this. I'm going, we're actually talking about this while it's going on. And I said, that second one's going to go first, even though it hit second, because there's twice mm-hmm. so much weight on top of it. It's going to fucking collapse. And they were talking about this, that. And, it, and then after a while, it did. We're on the phone. The for you is, can fire melt? 
Oh God, what kind of guy? Okay. Just, oh, yeah. So, uh, Kevin, find the video you're talking about. I, I think that's the one, the Mick West one. I think maybe. For you, is Kent Fire Melt still being? No. That's not the no, one. Not this one was literally one. like in a workshop. That's nah, fine. Yeah. I so so anyway, but we were actually discussing steel temperatures, fuel burn temperatures. While and, and then then I said this one's gonna go. It's got so much more weight. It's gonna go first. And it, I fucking called it and it did. And I went there. You go. Then maybe the wow. second one won't. Maybe won't we? You know, but they finally did. You know. And then womp, womp. And why are we talking about this? Did. I, I don't know. Jim, it was Jim Hogue's Jim, fault because Jim. he designed the fin of the oh, seven. Right. He designed too good of a fin, right? If, to make it go right into the if he yeah, yeah. if he would have just been <laughs> shitty at his job, <laughs> it wouldn't have would have missed. Nine eleven wouldn't have happened. Would have grazed them. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> <It's> horrible. <laughs> I hope he hears this while driving and is just like, fuck he's, he's these gonna, He's going to hate me forever from this. But anyway, I'll, I'll show you the picture of... But thanks the for working on the F-22 and the stability and control. Yeah, that was situation. incredible. It's pretty it cool. A lot of fun. Why Even though they won't fit, in your, won't fit in your fucking hat. Yeah, I told, I told Kevin... Excuse me, I told Kevin. I told uh, Joe this morning that, I, that of the story of him listening to our podcast. He goes, God, it'd be so cool if you had a F-22 in your hangar. I said, I don't think it'll fit. He goes, it's got to fit. I don't think it's too I tall. I forgot that you're you have what twenty five foot ceilings or something like the, that. In the, the center the, the is twenty five feet. The peak is, but, but the your door, door is, is like not fourteen that. and a half. And yeah. it needs to shy by a couple of feet. Yeah, it won't fit in here. So then Joe goes, "Well, I guess you got to build another hangar then." Yeah, time to build another hangar so, so you can start working on those F twenty twos that people keep <laughs> fucking fucking up. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was kind of fun. But uh, we were mentioning whether we're going to talk about it or not because it's one of the biggest topics right now. Is the uh, Black Lives Matter thing that's going on thing the it's thing a, it's a big thing it's a worldwide thing it is it has become a worldwide yeah. thing whether the, you like it or the not the shit people. in bristol uk where they brought down that slave traders fucking thing the, the, the statue, uh, statue of that guy the sculpture sculpture <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny that like it they, they just were like eh, we're not gonna wait for you to take this shit down it's almost like the brits are trying to one-up us at right. fucking rioting and looting <laughs> uh, there, th- did you hear about uh, my other friend Paul? That's in uh, uh, this uh, out in Gainesville, mm-hmm. Georgia. There's a interesting because it's Gainesville. Paul in Gainesville. Uh-huh. It is really. It's funny because it's just north of Atlanta. It's it's right down the road from Marietta, where you used to live. Not down the road, but close enough. It's down the road. It's in Arizona, down the road. It's like thirty miles down the sure. road. Sure. Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's not in Snob County. I get that. But uh, like, sure. Yeah. But there's a. Is there a college there in Gainesville? A small college. Uh, well, I think, that, that's kind of on the way to Athens, Georgia, in the way. I, no, no, no. I, th- this was this was a, like a small college. So what happened was, and my buddy was telling me this. Um, there was, and I looked it up, and this happened. So there was a Black Lives Matter protest going on on campus, right? At this college. At this college, and there's a big Confederate like memorial. It's not a it's not a statue or anything. It's just like a like a stone memorial or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, this white dude walks up wearing a white shirt. Had some KKK racist shit or something on it, and spray paints, fucking racist shit. I I don't know exactly what he spray painted. He spray painted that shit on the side of the monument and right in front of these protesters, and that was dumb because they kicked the shit out of this guy. Wait, wait, wait. So it was a it was a white dude, white supremacist, white dude. Yeah, sprayed the Confederate thing. Yep, and said something about KKK always alive or some shit like that. Like, yeah. Oh, I thought he was trying to do that to make it seem like the BLM. No, no, no. This was right in front of them and in front. Like, it's caught on video and everything. They beat the shit out of this guy. 
They only stopped beating him when he started having a seizure. That's oh. how badly they Kinda beat like him. Kind of like cops do. You mean, oh. Yeah. Yeah, except Sorry. they didn't fucking kill him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, God, there's yeah. another. We talked about this before. He, there's another unfortunate videotape that happened last year. Yeah. And did I say, was it Texas? Texas. Where they, there was another black dude killed by, you know, strangled or compressed by, uh, I guess, white cops to death. Yeah. So this is, you know, coming out more. And then they're saying all these cops are going to walk out now if they don't get supported. Because a lot of them, they're saying a lot of them are afraid now what they're going to find out, or what's been going on or something. That's what a lot of them are saying. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't but. know about the, look, I, I know I know good cops. So do I. But I also have talked, I've spoken to in the past couple of days, I've talked, I've, I've spoken with two cops that I believe to be really good, upstanding dudes that really protect and serve. That, mm-hmm. That's why they got into it. They're not... They weren't bullied in high school, and now they want to get back at the world. They're not the, they're not the fucking tough guy sociopath types. Mm-hmm. They just they were looking for a job. They're they're a good shot, so they they and they're smart enough, so they mm-hmm. got in past you know whatever. And they both are they both are kind of echoed the same the same thing because those guys they know each other, but they're not friends. I'm but I'm friends with each one of them. Mm-hmm. They both kind of said the same thing. The gist of it is they're really glad that this is happening. Because it's going to shine a light on a lot of nastiness that is just systemic when it comes to being in law enforcement. It just is. And what are they calling it? The blue veil or something like that? That's a, a term. Oh, I hadn't heard that one. Where yet? Yeah, where it's, it's where cops protect themselves. And that's the other thing too, because those two guys, they've definitely been ostracized because they've both been whistleblowers for bad cops in this area. Oh, really? The thin, yeah. Maybe it's called a thin blue veil, but it has to be with keeping your silence. You, yeah. You don't want to throw another cop under the bus. Exactly. Which you Which kind is, of understand because you don't want to get thrown under the bus either. I if you fucking screw totally, up. I totally get that. It's like uh, I do kind of the same the same thing with. I mean, similar thing. Like, if I have a problem at the hospital and it's somebody outside of, like, my home unit and, Mm -hmm. uh, like, somebody who's outside of – that reports to my boss, outside of that group, I have to write them up in a very specific program and it has to go through this and this and this and this. I hate doing that because I know that that goes in, like, a permanent kind of record and it's just – and it sucks. But sometimes I have to. If I if that happens or somebody with like in within my home unit, I don't write it up. I just send my boss an email and do that. And it's kind of the same thing. You're you're kind of protecting your own. Yeah. But also like that's not a situation. Law enforcement is not a situation where you should be doing that. Well, but the, I the understand they, where they don't, obviously it don't comes make a, from. They don't make a whole lot of money. A lot of them are former military, right? And they probably weren't weren't uh, debriefed properly when they came out of the military. And it, it, it potentially, may be, yeah. it may be difficult to go into the regular civilian life. And but we're talking about having them restructure some of this. I think Kevin mentioned it too about whether they're going to try to have you know cops beyond the beat of their own in their own neighborhood. Yeah. So people start recognizing who they are. Which is why you don't really hear about police brutality issues in like small towns. Right. It's 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 rare to hear about it. And that's because like on our on on my way home tonight, we'll I'll drive within probably a half a mile of at least six or seven cops houses. Yeah. There's only like 80 of them in Kingman or something like that. So like you don't hear a lot about it. now I have witnessed personally white cop being shitty to my black friend and letting me go and arrested him. I was like 15 Mm -hmm. and I know it was because I was white because he fucking said so. So I know that that shit exists. It does. I've seen it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But anyway, going back to, uh, going back to them, 
police, uh, you know, policing uh, specific areas like the neighborhood that they live in. I think that's a fantastic idea. Going away from that, it was a bad idea. But I also understand it's hard to do that. Yeah. Because what if you have what if you have a small town? You only got fifty cops. They can't do that. Right. right. Or if you have a big ass what city, if 10 cops live in the same neighborhood or something. Yeah. Then, what are you going to wait for somebody to move into a neighborhood so that you can have a cop right. for that area? So it doesn't always work. No, obviously. but it, but the idea, but, but the idea is there. And I think we talked about before we uh, started recording was um, Camden, the Camden, New Jersey police department. They did this. They did what Minneapolis is about to do mm-hmm. where they went, they, they basically fired everybody and any of the cops that were going to go, they, they went to a different model of policing where it's mostly local and they made all the cops go back through and do even more rigorous testing and training, a lot of psychological stuff. And it was like more than 50% didn't pass muster. Mm -hmm. That's bad. And that's just because they need it's man. Being a cop is a thankless, dangerous, shitty fucking job. It's It's it's, not something I would ever want to do. It's very, it's very tough. So So it's hard to staff that. So this is a whole, this is a big problem and i get it why it's a problem too because it's hard to like you said it's hard to get the right kind of people and then you're 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 it's a thankless thing where you approach a car and you don't know what the fuck is going to happen right, right. so you're under pressure all the time and this is gonna wonder anybody's probably, they're probably drinking alcoholics yeah. drug users i mean i get it yeah i've actually had on several occasions had not a gun drawn well not it wasn't pulled on me but it was definitely drawn out of the holster Be, and it's happened three times because of my truck has manual windows mm-hmm. so you're reaching me, down and rolling yeah down. and i'm rolling it and i'm rolling it and it, all they all they see from the back and i've got super dark windows in the back so all they see is my truck moving from the motion of my arm and maybe my head moving back and forth or something and i've definitely had cops walk up uh and, and like one guy was a dps officer i was on my way to flagstaff and he walked up and he fucking had his i i saw I looked over at him as he walked up and he had his fucking arm out like I could see his gun drawn. Mm -hmm. And I just had my hands on the steering wheel and he said, open up the door. You know, he's like knocking on the door. I'm like, I I can't. Can I take my hand off the wheel? And he's like, move slowly. And I because I I don't have I don't have automatic locks. Mm -hmm. And he's like, were you reaching for a firearm? I said, no, I was rolling my window down. And then he looked at the inside of my truck and realized what was the situation (laughs) was and reholstered his fucking weapon. Yeah. And I was like. Hey man, uh, and we kind of laughed about it. I I laughed uncomfortably later on. Sure, he's like, "Sorry, I gave you a fright." I'm like, "You didn't give me a fright. I shit my truck. Like I I almost shit my pants. I was fucking terrified. Mm-hmm. I can't fucking imagine being that guy." And that's because yeah. he almost killed somebody. Like he came he came closer to killing somebody than most average people. Right, and, and th- that, at that and, moment, and that was just something totally. Benign. And now there's more awareness about about problems with police officers yeah so now they're probably even a, a more heightened they're probably a little more paranoid now i can't even imagine how what it must be like to be a decent cop well i can't i can't imagine what it would be like to be a decent cop in a shitty department mm-hmm. that's you know when you see all this corruption or whatever is going on but now that, that I, I i i wouldn't blame any of those guys those guys if they were uh, resigned right Right. Because they're, fi- they're probably well, fucking there, terrified there is a to go problem. to work. I, I don't know what the ultimate answer is, but I, I don't think the way it's been going is is good enough. There's right. going to be some solution, right? Because it's a made-by-human-beings made this problem, so we can certainly work on it somehow and figure this shit out. I don't know what it is at this point. I, I really don't. I, I Yeah, it... Uh, 
it's definitely a bad situation, but, but it's but a one, bad... But one thing in moving, we do know this does happen. You take a, there's a quote, bad cop, we'll just label them that way now, whatever they are. And then they move them to another department or something else. So these bad cops can go to different jurors yeah. or di- different, different, whatever you want to call it. Different police department. Different precincts or whatever. And it's like, that's, that's, that's got a... That's a problem. You got to stop that That's actually shit. something I heard on NPR when I was like headed to, you know, I was driving here and I heard um, uh, they were saying that, that, that one of the biggest problems is if you get fired... There's laws protecting telling you know that your next employer why you got fired. That's a legal protection that you have. Right. Did you know that? Yes. Like it's you know if they call if somebody calls you and says, uh, "Did so and so work for you?" You can answer yes or no, and mm-hmm. say, are they rehirable? You can say yes or no, and those are the only questions that you can't you are ask why so, they got fired. You yeah. can't ask why they got fired, and you're not supposed to tell anybody why. I know because it's a, and it's fucking bad, especially in that situation. I mean, just really, really bad. Um. We got there, like, Kevin. Was at the oh the bad apple, the bad apple metaphor. Yeah. It's a good one. How long is that clip? It's kind of like. Um, don't they hold on just a second? Don't 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 they yeah. do this like with uh, with uh, bishops or in the Catholic Church? Yeah, they find out one's molesting. So we'll just and, no, we'll just move them over here. Yeah, we'll just move them somewhere else. That'll be okay over there yeah. for a while. Yeah, just and get them out of here. That, you, that's horseshit. Also, obviously. Yep, this is all bullshit. And it's not. That's a. It's a great. It's great that you bring that up because I read that as a really good analogy for the police problems. Is that not all cops are bad, but the position attracts shitty people. Some I can see that it, it, could, it attracts yeah. it attracts people that want to do bad things to people and yes. want and and they want a power trip. The same thing happens with it's not like it's not like joining the Catholic Church and becoming a priest makes you a child molester. No, they got that job because it's like free boys for life. Like it's like they're saying that if you're if you're if you're a, a group of uh, uh, guys and and all your sons are in the Boy Scout thing, it's going to be like a weekend thing it's like you don't really want to have the guy that volunteers too quickly to watch the kids over the, <laughs> over the weekend watching the kids over the weekend you don't want to uh, god damn uh, who it. wants to go we're doing the camp out. Ooh, i'm telling you like not to make <laughs> too like, much light of the situation but i was in boy scouts for like i was in cub scouts for three years and boy scouts for like four or five years and i never once got touched on my wiener and i'm kind of pissed about it still you, you feel like hey 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 what's wrong like, with yeah what's wrong with me yeah like what's wrong with me? Like oh oh that's it. You don't like the fat kid. I'm always picked last for everything, including getting molested. <laughs> including getting molested. <laughs> like baseball, softball, kickball, dodgeball, molesting, <laughs> punching the fucking fart box. Like I'm trying to lighten things up, folks, because we're getting a little serious. Here. It is a little serious, but it is. It's a huge. It's a big movement. I, there's things are going to be happening because of this. I know what this clip is. It's it, it's uh you can't have but yeah it's about it's like uh you know they say oh well it's just a few bad apples with these cops yeah but that's a job you can't be a bad apple you need to fucking they they don't just say oh that plane crashed because that one pilot, one pilot was a he was, bad he apple pilot so doesn't bad. like to land a yeah because he doesn't yeah. like to, yeah he doesn't like to land yeah. <laughs> he didn't like the white plane he was in so he fucking crashed it All like right. that's it's a job that you can't have bad apples there was uh I think I told you my my father was on a safety commission with. Delta for a while or something, and there was a there was a couple of there was a couple of incidences. But anyway, one of them in particular was uh, one guy lost his vision temporarily because, and he was kind of a religious person because he he thought that he had a dream or something that, and he was told or God told him that that Jesus was going to be coming out of the sun. Hmm. So, 
Kevin's laughing. Poor Kevin. So Kevin's brain's melting. He's so he, he took his family out there, outside on the back deck or whatever it was, and they're staring at the sun for a while because Jesus is going to come out of it. Well, he lost his vision for a while, but he fully recovered somehow because, you know, whatever happened, happened. Well, now he's got to go for, obviously, if they're going to use him for the airline, they're going to have to... Uh, have a little psychological evaluation here before we yeah. bring you back on for a pot. And one of the, my father was aware of this interviews and how it went on, but they, one of the things they just were talking to him casually, like, and da, 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 and understand your, uh, whatever your religion is. And yeah, my family was, you know, trying to get you relaxed and all that. And Hey, if, uh, if, uh, Jesus told you to, uh, to crash the plane, you know, what, what would you do? Well, I would have to have to crash the plane. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Wrong answer. That, <laughs> Why would you even think that's an acceptable answer? Right. To say? Like, because like, he believes that Jesus might actually tell him that, and if it's really Jesus, then he's going to have to do that. Oh my God! So you're not going to be working for the airline any longer. He would be. A, he would. <laughs> but can we interest you in a uh, an application to be a police officer? <laughs> oh no! I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I'm trying my best to like keep things light, but right. like the situation, like Paul and I both went to the the yeah. the, the protest, the Black Lives Matter. Yeah protest uh paul a couple times um because i was lost i didn't know where else to go i didn't know where else to i got no place else to go <laughs> so, uh, free water. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah he showed up for the free water he's like is this where the racists are supposed to be i thought this was a clan rally sure are a lot of colored people brought, around here brought my hat <laughs> brought my hat and mask <laughs> and uh social distancing robes <laughs> That's what those are. Those oh, pointy God. hats are oh. good for the... <laughs> so Shit. The three-foot radio. <laughs> They'll keep you away from... See, and I had this whole idea. Like, I was telling uh, Dave Rice this because he was there when I went there. And I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if we just had, like, an effigy or uh, of, of, like, a clan? Like, a, like a fuck, somebody in clan robes? And we just, like, burned it? And he's like, I don't think we should do that. <laughs> I'm like, why not? I, I why had, can't we do that? I saw Rice also, so it was the second. Yeah. It was the Saturday when I saw yeah. him, and I, uh, I said, I can't. I, on TV now, when they say you know justice for George, but when they say you know for George Floyd, who was it was killed, and I said, I, every time I hear justice for Ja, then I think of Dave Chappelle, justice for Juicy, you know, because it's <laughs> Juicy Smoke. Juicy Smoke. And, and I thought I can't get that out of my head now. And Dave looks at me and goes. That's not really fun. I said, it is funny. I can't get out of my head. It, I'm, and I said, I'm here, aren't I, Dave? So shut up. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> he, justice he, for Juicy. He get Justice for Juicy. <laughs> he, <laughs> that's how I fear inside. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you can break Paul at any instant. It, I can't remember which Chappelle special that was because he put out so many, like, just boom, boom, boom. Wasn't it a, that same one, though? The, the, I, I think the, it, the Juicy Small Yay. Yeah, yeah, I think, I, I, was, I think was it is the, the same one where he's talking about. There are people he, in his audience that are losing their shit when they figure out what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, because he said, let me tell you the story about Juicy Small Yay. <laughs> It's this woman like who's had to pee your panties. 15 There's seconds. There's no question. Yeah, like 15 seconds goes by, then people start really cracking the fuck up because they realize right. who... Uh, it says, you're going, going to... It says, 2 a.m., all right? It's like a cop taking notes. Where were you heading? To Subway. Sandwiches? Had <laughs> <laughs> <I> two? <laughs> <laughs> and then at some point, he does... He, he talks about... Yeah, the, the MAGA hats. He goes, "All right, find out where Kanye is." All right, where's Kanye? <laughs> what do you say? There's like, how does he? How does he phrase that? He said, "This is not something that racists would say. This is something that I would that say." I would say. <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, he, the, the, I think the next bit after that is the how he's like, you know, uh, trans people, they hate me. Oh, yeah, it was all the different in the same car. They're, like, in the same, they're in the same car. They're all riding to, in the same car, but they do they're not. They're different seats or something. Pickling. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, trans. Like they, yeah, because they have the you have the lesbian and the gay dude, and then you have like trans dude. Bisexual. And they're bisexual. And then the trans, they're like, oh, fuck. Fucking God, with this thing again. Like, is it like, can't call him a guy, can't say a girl, don't know what it is. Like, I'm just thinking, oh God, he's he's gonna, these people are gonna fuck him up. Are really gonna be mad at but him. But then he flips it and, and says, uh, said, you have to understand, that is a hilarious predicament. You have one thing on the outside of you, but inside you're, you're something different. I realize that that makes things difficult for your life and everything in general, mental health and all that. However, let's say, which... I have to say, he kind of lifted a joke from Tom Segura from a few specials ago. Oh, he did? Is that what yeah, the Yeah, because Segura talks from? about uh, four. He said, some handicaps, not funny, but some are. Oh, and then he goes yes, and he yeah. talks about the, uh, he's like, "There's have you ever heard of foreign language syndrome? This woman got, boom, smacked on the head, never left her town in England. Smacked on the head, and now she speaks with a Chinese accent. accent. So they show her on the news. She's like, welcome to my house. Would you like some tea? And like... I fucking pissed myself laughing, but this is a true so story. Based that's a that's a true story. Yeah. So then, you know, five six years later, Chappelle does that that bit where he's like, "Imagine if he if he, I just came to you and said, ah, I want to be I'm gonna I'm a Chinese guy on the inside," and they're like, "You can't just do it." But that's how I fear inside, <laughs> and the way he pantomimes it. The first Seeing time I Chappelle saw with his facial expressions, black funny guy doing a Chinese God, accent. Damn it. It's which like, which reminds really me, I've been kind of bummed out for several days. So I like I fucking watched I watched a bunch of Chappelle show mm. over the past like four or five days, mm. and it's so so funny. I went back to the like the later episodes because uh, I actually didn't have cable for the last season of the Chappelle of show. Chappelle show. Yeah. yeah, so I went back and rewatched some of those because I'd only ever seen them like here and there. God damn it. The fuck your couch like that shit like god damn it <laughs> buy a new one motherfucker buy a new one you rich motherfucker like just all just all of it and then of course I what did I watch this afternoon the race draft oh god yes one of the funniest the bits yep. on television ever folks just just google race draft Chappelle Chappelle show and yeah. you'll see a young Bill Burr <laughs> oh yeah I forgot he's yeah, on Bill yeah, Burr with yeah. hair and he's like he's, doing, yeah. he's one of the announcers uh, and he's, what do you say about, uh, um, Tiger Woods was drafted by the blacks. <laughs> he's like, I'm just so happy to have a place. <sighs> Good. Somebody had some different surprise. Oh, surprise move. I can't remember what it was. You have to watch it. We're, we're kind of butchering yeah, it. We're butchering it. Uh. Hey, look at that. <laughs> Folks, you have to watch this, the race draft. <laughs> Look at the, the people. You gotta think about it. He's been discriminated against in his time. I love this. And he dates a white woman. Sounds like a black guy to me. I guess me. Wow. Looking blacker already. Oh, I like to say, it's a tremendous opportunity for me. Finally be part of a race, have a home. Been so confused by the capitalization of so many things. So long fried rice, hello fried chicken. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so long, fried rice. Hello, fried chicken. <laughs> oh, God. Do you remember when Amanda was over at my house? Yes. And we were showing cannot... her someone who did not watch this because she's quite, she's like, I think she's like eight years younger than me. So she, yeah, she's, she's I was, I was watching the corner of my eye. I'm going, she's not getting this. This was the Chappelle. This was the, um, when he was the black, uh, blonde, the, the black, white, the black, white supremacist. Uh, yes. The KKK. Clayton yeah. Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing all the white man's air. <laughs> <laughs> And she, but she, we watched a whole bunch of those clips, and she just did not laugh. We're howling with laughter. Portia was there. Yes. Portia found it funny. Yes, and uh, she just did not. She's like, I think she is, thought we were racist because we're. That's thinking ex- this that's is exactly funny. what it, I had to explain that later on. She she's 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 too nice to say something. Then like she asked me about it. She's like, I don't think any of that was funny, and it really seemed really racist. Like, what's the deal? Like, I know you're not one of those people, and I'm like. Neither is anybody that I hang out with. I won't fucking hang out with pieces of shit. No, this is that's how I learned to dismantle racism was just to laugh at it because it's just right. ignorance and ignorant things are funny. Did you and see that's the? What um, he did. It was the. Uh, it was. It. it was. What's that? That's why he did it. That's yes. exactly why I did. It. And and I'm like, and then I told her, I'm like, uh, all of those fucking sketches, 100%. almost all of them were were written by a white dude. There and was. She's uh, like, uh, what? Uh, what's his name? Um, Three mics guy. Yeah. God darn it. He's got a special too. Three mics. Uh, Jewish guy. Comedian. Well, that's kind of he's odd. He's not Jewish. He's Catholic. Oh, that's true. He is Catholic. Yeah. He should be Jewish. Or he was Catholic. He, um, tall, it, thin guy. Oh, my God. Neil something. Brennan. Neil Brennan. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. 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 And he, it's funny because you look at Neil Brennan, and he's like the whitest of the white guy. Like, yes, he is. He's your, he is your typical vanilla white hipster guy and he like they wrote half baked together which is yep. fucking amazing yeah and Chappelle show and all that shit anyway anyway anyhow watch Chappelle show because it's fucking you'll be better for it yes absolutely. all of you people um, I was gonna say something about the uh, god darn it about the event but I forgot That's twice now you said god darn it you sound like my ex-wife I know I'm just trying not, to, I'm trying not to swear so much Jesus why I don't know does that mean I have to pick up the slack again? <laughs> My back hurts from carrying this fucking show, man. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say that with a fucking straight I, face. I, I didn't know our friend, uh, you know, Sean Hicks, who now I now know. Yeah. He made a, a comment on uh, Facebook about... About him, he, he showed like a picture of someone has a sore back. He goes, "This is my back because I'm having to carry all the looks and personality of my family, or something like that." <laughs> and so, and, and I didn't. That sounds like Sean. Yeah, and it I, sounds like something he would say, right? Too. And I, I, this is this is two days after I'd met him, I think, or three, because he'd made this post because we're not now yeah. we're friends on Facebook. Yeah. So I just made a comment, and said, "Your back must not be very sore then." Oh, oh shit! <laughs> but he came you, back and thought, yeah, thought it was very you fucking got Sean good. Yeah. I I love taking the piss out of that guy. It's yeah. like one of my favorite things in the world. And I thought this might be too soon. I don't know him that well. He, so. he sent me a picture of uh, it was it was it was a it was a pretty cute picture. It was a him and his buddy down. I think they're down at Parker or something. Both with like backward turn hats and their stupid fucking glasses on. They're wearing mm. board shorts, and I was like, so like you know I'm an ordained minister, right? Like if you want to, if you guys wanted to get married. And he's like, hey, man, whatever the fuck. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I'm just saying, uh, you know, and he's like, my friend said he's going to kick your ass. And I'm like, oh, like I'm afraid of some queer beating me up. And he fucking <laughs> called me and he's like, I can hear these two guys in the background howling with laughter. And they're fucking, he's like, I read that shit and almost dropped my fucking phone in the water. And I'm like, huh. 
See, you crayon eaters. You're fucking. Just what I was like, was he one of your battle buddies? You guys have your own like little like a plus size foxhole together, yeah, right. and he's all right. snuggle up. You're such a fucking asshole. It's so funny because when he was walking, he was in, we're behind Blackbridge, and he was leaving to go wherever it was, and you guys are kind of yelling at each other and joking around. He's he's about to hit the door, and you say, hey, "Thanks for serving your country," or something like thanks that. Thanks for serving. Like, fuck you. He's all fuck you. <laughs> It's like the best, the best thing the, that you can say to him to get under his fucking skin is to thank him for serving because he right. fucking hates you, it. I'm sure he hates. I'm sure and, a lot of people do. Most of them do, but they're respectful. Sean doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I, he's not going to tell some old lady to go fuck herself because she's like, "Thank you for serving, young man." He'll be like, "Shut up, bitch!" Like he's not going to do that. <laughs> but like, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe <laughs> he might. And if he did, I mean, that'd be okay with that. Yeah. But he also like, I like how he gets his name is Sean Hicks. Right? Mm-hmm. He gets accused of being racist. The thing is, is that he is half Mexican, which I've told him, I said, that makes you twice as racist. <laughs> and he's like, you saying that all Mexicans are, are racist is racist. And I'm like, Mexican isn't a race. It's a nationality. You dumb Mexican. <laughs> it's if people listen to us going back and forth, it's like you and I going back and forth. They're like, go, they're go, oh, my and, God. Yeah. Except I've got another 15 years uh, as friends with Sean. And, right. And he's the fucking guy that showed up to. A Halloween party. I didn't even know he was on leave. Uh, he showed up to the Halloween party, and he was—he had just barely. Oh, he came been... to Kingman for that. You're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This was no, no. This was 2001. Oh. Two, 2001 or 2002. He had been, not been in the Marines for very long. He knew he was going to Iraq. He knew that. Da, 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 da. He that motherfucker shows up at wearing like white. They're not the sheikis. I forget what the fuck they're called. Like in Saudi Arabia, like the that the dudes wear with like the long. It's it, it's it's all white like a sheet. Right? Yes. Okay. It sounds really comfortable, actually. <laughs> they are. They do look super comfortable. Uh, dish dasha. I think that that yeah, it's a dish dasha. So or dasha. So they. Uh, he shows up and I was like, dude, are you fucking serious? You dressed uh, you dressed up like a Saudi guy. And he's like, I oh, mean, I'm a terrorist. And then he like kind of pulls the neckline down, and he's got road flare strapped to his chest <laughs> with all these wires and shit. I'm like, you are. I mean, we're talking, we're talking like a month and a half after 9/11. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like God, was damn, it mostly? Like, Do they, they prove it was mostly women that were doing this, strapping bombs to themselves? Was it? I think it was mostly female. I don't know. I know that they do strap it to like retarded kids. Okay. I shouldn't say retarded. God damn it. Special needs. Shame on you. Yeah, special needs kids, you know, whatever. Like, it's sick. It's fucking. I that's, watched that, like a little mini, like a really, Vice documentary really about it. Yeah, they were recruiting, like, wow. look, like, yeah, because, uh, and you, if you, I watched this little documentary, it's like 20, 30 minutes long. They actively go into the community and recruit because, one, um, those people are easily convinced to just come with them and do something. And it's like, hey, we're going to put this on you. And here's a little button when you walk out of that center of that square and you have a bunch of. Uh, women and children and fucking men around just boom just hit hit the fucking button and they go but okay. also they pitch it to the parents they go to their parents and say this child is a burden because you know they're 25 and living at home and they take them into like they just take them away and they don't know what's going on and they go and they strap bombs to them and send them out in the fucking yeah it's, did they bring him any money back for their kid or anything I like don't oh think so. it was great i don't think i don't no. they, that wasn't discussed oh it's fucking disgusting like it's it, it, it uh, absolutely fucking disgusts me yeah um but anyway uh, i but i know that there's a ton of women that do it but i think i, I think maybe it's just kind of equal like whoever's going to 
whoever's easily convinced to do it. Sure. I think. I don't know. It's fucking gross. It is, it is pretty bad. It's about as bad as it gets. I mean, yeah. And that high note. But yes, it was the... Uh... So we did talk about it. There we go. Protest, this, that, and the other thing. Uh-huh. I had a bunch of Freddy people in town, unfortunately, but that's the way it goes. Yeah, Crazy. yeah. There's definitely a lot of paranoia. They're like, oh, they're busting in folks like from Antifa outside agitators. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. That's not happening. Yeah. I, 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 every time I read that, I'm like, you are not a rational human being. Yeah. And then people who they're I not, thought are not were, coming to Kingman. They are not right. coming to Kingman. If they are, they're late. They, yeah, they no have, shit. They have other yeah. things to do. They, yeah, the, we talked about this. The bus couldn't make up the hill from Bullhead. That's what it was. They're yeah. stuck. They're still stuck down there. Havasu's protest went off really well too. Um, I, I, saw, had, I saw the sub they video. Had nothing on, they were yeah. le- less attended. Fewer people were there, I think. But uh, I don't know about that. The one that I, the video that I saw, the one in Havasu was um, probably well attended. Yeah, like probably okay. 150, 200 people. Right. Like uh, probably, I don't know. I think they had no people that were there on the other side of the ride. I think they, had, Oh no, they, oh, they, they asked the video I saw. There was definitely, it was, there was one truck that luckily the cops pulled him over. Hopefully they pull him over and slap him with a huge fucking ticket. Um, but he, 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 uh, rolled coal and just blew smoke all over mm-hmm. a bunch of the protesters. Cause they're walking down the sidewalk mm-hmm. and had like stars and bars in his back window, like a big, like a big graphic. I'm like, wow, the fucking jackass. But then, like, you see the video pan as he goes by, and then he's like, whoop, whoop, and fucking two cops <laughs> pulled him over. I was like, you dummy. Like, yeah, it's so dumb. We had, uh, Saturday was a couple of white supremacists. You saw the picture of that white supremacist guy and his yeah. girlfriend, wife, whatever the heck she was, and walked right, right in front of us and said, oh, look at that. I, you know, I was kind of pointing at him, and everybody's, I was like, oh, geez. And so I turned around, because that's where the cops were a ways away. Mm-hmm. I was just curious if they were going, if they see anything or whatever. And lo and behold, seconds later, here comes one or two of them. I'm like, oh, they're going to, they're on the same vector. They're going to, he's going to have a little chat with that guy. Yeah, they're like <laughs> hunting him like a fucking raptor. And here they come. Like uh, like velociraptors. And they, let's just say they convinced them to move along. Yeah. This <laughs> this might not be the best place for you. Yeah. Because there's going to be a bunch of people that will fuck you up and we're going to turn around and look the other way. Yeah. It was, I, uh, I mean, I get it, protect and serve, but let let some folks get some punches in because that guy, that guy's, and it was, it's, uh, I realized, yes, you, you, Which they, all, they also have a right to be there. They, I, they yeah, I get do. all that, but you're there just to be antagonistic. Yeah, obviously. really. And that's whatever. He, they're expressing their rights. It's kind of like a, a conversation I had with somebody the other day about the whole thing is that, you know, I believe, I believe in the Constitution and I believe in it 100%. But I also there's certain things that just kind of make me sick to my stomach. Like I would go, I would figure out some creative way to counter protest, like a KKK, like a, like a like a like them being in the parade or something like that. Right. Uh, they actually tried to do that in the. I've told you about Troy, Ohio has the strawberry festivals. They grow a shit ton of strawberries around there. And the strawberry festival was supposed to be this past weekend. I was going to say they didn't have it. Did yeah, they, they did not have it. Yeah, it sucks. First time since like nineteen seventy. Does that mean there's going to be a whole shitload of strawberries that are going to be out in the market doing other things they normally probably? Be? Yeah, because they don't last for very long. You know, yeah. straw- I mean, they don't ship very well either. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I'm fucking. I don't know. I have to ask your mom about what's going on with the strawberry. A million years ago, back in the probably in the mid '90s, uh, I remember being. I think it was in junior high. The clan tried to do 
tried to put together, you know, they, they wanted to be in the parade. So there's a big strawberry festival parade. I was in it for like. Do they make clan jam? <clears throat> oh, God. <laughs> not many white strawberries. Are there? <laughs> What's that? The, the ones that aren't fresh are white. They're kind of green and they turn white. And then they. <laughs> You're talking about pine berries. I just want to. <laughs> Just kind of want to know. Can we get if, back to the if clan? the clan is making jam for the strawberry festival and has a booth? I don't think so. Uh, okay, <laughs> especially not red jam because they were white. Sure, well, they're gonna have the grand all, wizard who all, wears red. Yeah, it would get all over them. They would. It's not really. Yeah, it's gonna stain there. They make the white robe red, right? Uh, oh, they do. Some of them do have red robes. That's that, right. The, yes, the grand wizards. I think the. I think yeah. those. Yeah, you would know. Yeah, I would know. <laughs> I would know. Hey, man. You've been to a few clan rallies, haven't you? On, I stumbled into them. Yeah. They're like, oops. Sorry, guys. I was on my way to see Wu-Tang Clan, and I just showed up at this fucking clan rally. Yeah, he's all throwing up the Wu symbol. <laughs> oh, hello, fellow racists. How are you today? <laughs> anyway. Very polite. Okay, go ahead. So the clan, so the was... clan applied to be in the parade. Sure. Right? Because that's what that's what you need to do. They have a right to express their you know mm-hmm. first amendment right and all that. That's fine. Well, when their application was flat out fucking denied, then they sued the city. Except the city doesn't put on the strawberry festival. What's well, a private? It's the group. Tro- it's the tro- it's the Troy Foundation. It's like a it's a like a nonprofit. Okay. Yeah. So. And they can infringe on their First Amendment rights. They can say, they, yeah. nope. Yeah. I'm not allowed and to. so they sued the city, and the city's like, this, you can't, why are you suing us? Right. We're not, we don't put it on. We allow them to put this on, but they, they do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you're up shit creek. And they made a huge case out of it. And, and, then, and then basically the city, a city at, at a city council meeting at some point, the, one of the Klan guys spoke, and a handful of people from a church that I used to go to um, which actually a guy I graduated high school or would have graduated with uh, is now the pastor of a big black, like Southern Baptist church. He, uh, they or his family went up and spoke and, and said, look, our community doesn't accept you. And I don't mean the black community. I mean the overall community. You should probably pack up and leave because it was a bunch of people that weren't even from that town. Hmm. It was like, it, yeah, it's, it's so stupid. But then they the the clan kept they're like we'll throw money at this for for years and then basically they said all right fine you can you guys can be in the parade and guess what happened they <laughs> fucking backed out because they got death threats which and, obviously is, happens obviously. yeah they're like, the, the you, girls if, here got death threats if you well yeah exactly yeah. and but the clan guys I'm pretty sure they weren't keyboard warriors back then yeah these are guys that were th- these are pipe pipe hitting kind of types if you know what i mean did you um, they i like i'm pretty sure i i know who one of the guys was but they called and said if you march in the parade you're not going to finish it mm-hmm. you will get picked off from a tall building we promise you wow and they fucking backed off and then they never tried to come there again and like don't try and bring the clan into like a town that's like 60% black. Like yeah, just don't, that's stupid. You're going to get the shit kicked out of you, dummy. Did you see the Black History? I think it was the Atlanta Black His- Black History. Drunk History, excuse me. Black History. The Drunk History in uh that was in Atlanta based and talked about the KKK. I don't think so. And how it how it was kind of toppled by this one. There's a little story behind it and it had to do with Superman or or something like that where they were um um this guy decided he wanted to check out the the clan and see what they were all about. So he pretended to meet him in a bar, and they had secret code words, and they invited him to come in. 
and they were he learned what their new code words were going to be and things like that, what's going to be happening the following weeks. But he also knew a friend that worked for the radio show Superman or something. So they had people on Superman's show, they were producing it ahead of time, were making fun of the Klan on, on the radio shows. Or It's very similar to this. Okay. But it, it made them look so bad and so stupid and so silly that it, it kind of forced them to slow the way, way down in, in, the, in, the, in the region or something like that. Huh. It was rather, and their numbers kind of dwindled. Yeah, it, because they were they were mocked and made fun of on the Superman show that was very very popular. So it it kind of exposed the clan and had them uh, had them laughed at and stuff. Hmm. So uh, I do need to watch the Black Klansman. Good. Is it good? All right, I'll have that, to watch that. That is Black. a good movie. That's, I have yet to, I have yet to see it. Yeah, uh, I listened to the podcast with the Ron. Was it Ron Stallworth? Is that his name? Yeah, that went after folks. If you haven't seen Black Klansman, watch that. Even though it's a Spike Lee movie, and they're a little bit too preachy most of the time. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but that's a real that that uh, Ron Stallworth is a is a cool story because he's a black dude that infiltrated the Klan. It's a true story. And it's a yeah. true story, and he's In a real Colorado, alive dude. I think it was, or Utah or yeah, Colorado. I think it was Colorado. Colorado. And he infiltrated the Klan. And converted all these guys, like a shit ton of people. And he kept their clan robes. I like that he they they kept their kept their clan robes, and have a handful of like police officer uniforms or some shit that mm-hmm. he has mm-hmm. that were also police officers, and they were out of his clansmen. And they they ended up resigning and all that shit. Yeah, Ugh. so gross. I remember driving through a you know a good friend of mine in uh, South Carolina that I go back there and, and work with. And we were talking about, cause I, that's when I met the guy who was a son of the person who was the head of the NAACP in South Carolina was right. in Manning. And anyway, so we're driving on, he goes, yeah, you'd be surprised or maybe you wouldn't of who is actually a current clan member. And so we're driving through town doing errands and stuff. He goes, Oh yeah, that's so-and-so. You remember him? He has an airplane. He, he's a member of the clan. I went, you're shitting me. He says, no, they still have meetings. You know, and it's, it's like, wow. wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. And my and, friend Tommy, white guy, obviously, but he, you know, he, he, he had a lot of black friends there, and he was the was the only white guy that go to their middle of the woods kind of bar setups and stuff, and, and party in the woods with all these black people when he was in high school and stuff. And so he's friends friends with them because he was raised right. He's not a fucking yeah. And it's uh, but his big asshole. His brother is kind of the other way. It's kind of weird. Well, his brother's a dickhead, isn't he? Yeah, kind right? of. Sort Didn't of. you almost fuck could, him up? Could be, yeah. Considered that way. Mm-hmm. So. Anyhow, it's anyway. It's still out there. It's still obviously. It's still out there. Yeah, so, yeah. Racism is still a thing. And anybody who says otherwise has their eyes fucking shut. Yeah. That I, I like. I just it it still exists. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. And on that heavy note. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else, Paul? No. Yeah, me either. Kevin. Kevin. All right. Well, thank you guys. Uh. I forgot what I was gonna say. There was something I was going to say. Small. Small. But that's it. I'm done. I can't think of it. Okay. Good Good night. Yep. Thank you.